2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, these are God's words. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. So the first thing the apostle tells Timothy here is to hold fast the pattern of sound words that uh, he had heard from the apostle. The Lord cares uh, not just about ideas generally, but even words specifically. Uh, He teaches us and encourages us here to uh, arrange his words uh, in patterns, but they are to be his words. They're to be sound words, uh, and that which makes the theological words sound uh, is their consistency with, their origin from the scriptures, whether uh, by uh, uh, explicit, plainly being set down in the scriptures, uh, or those things that are necessarily implied by the scriptures by good and necessary consequence. So those are sound words. Uh, but the Lord teaches us here that uh, he has given us not just a body of truth uh, in all of the books of the Bible, the different uh, genres and types of literature uh, in which the Lord has inspired uh, every word that we uh, need for faith and uh, practice, not just a body of truth, but a system of truth. Uh, it's popular in, uh, in some circles to uh, despise theology uh, as something that is divisive, uh, and you'll hear doctrine divides because there have been disagreements over theology. Well, there are disagreements over theology, A, because we are ignorant, and B, because we are sinful. But doctrine does divide. It divides truth from error. Uh, And uh, many of those who despise theology will despise especially what they call systematic theology. They say it uh, as if, uh, you know, you got acid in your mouth when you say systematic uh, you may even hear them say, well, I believe in biblical theology, which by which they mean uh, the theological reasonings of particular books of the Bible uh, rather than the theology of the Bible as a whole. Now, biblical theology is fine. It, real, it recognizes that there is a let, literary context and a grammatical context uh, in which the Lord has given us scriptures and that there's a historical context that he gave the scriptures through particular people at particular times to particular audiences. Uh, But the great context of the Bible is the context of the Bible as a whole. Uh, The triune context in which the Father has spoken to us by the Son uh, as uh, he carries people along by his Spirit. Uh, And so the great interpreter of scripture is not just the particular book of the Bible that you're in, but the scriptures as a whole. Uh, 
And Paul now tells Timothy, reminds Timothy, that as Christ's apostle, remember he had introduced himself that way in the letter, even though he was well known to Timothy, but he lets Timothy know he's writing as Christ's apostle. Uh, and when he introduces the letter that way, it's a uh, clue, Timothy, I'm writing under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I'm writing as an apostle. This is to be added uh, to the Holy Scriptures, what we call the canon. Um, and as Christ's apostle, he writes and he says, hold fast to the pattern of sound words, which you had heard from me. And so he says, you know, the reason that I have systematized the truth of the Bible for you is because that's Jesus's will for the church. And I did that as an apostle, and you are to continue doing that uh, as an elder. Do you know what some systems of sound doctrine or uh, patterns of sound words are called? Confessions and catechisms. Praise God, we still have, don't we? A pattern of sound words. Uh, and uh, we are encouraged then by Scripture to use confessions and catechisms to systematize, to summarize and show the relationships of the truths of the Bible uh, in uh, in patterns which will uh, and facilitate understanding uh, and facilitate recall. Uh, it's easier to remember something uh, when it's in a pattern and to fac- facilitate transmission. Uh, from one generation to the next, even as we see being done here. So patterns of sound words are part of uh, the Lord Jesus' plan for our uh, being instructed in the Bible, our having our thought patterns shaped by his word patterns, uh, which we uh, can understand from Scripture. Now the thing that uh, motivates this is not uh, merely so that we can achieve theological superiority to everyone else. There is a joy in seeing how truth fits together. We are made in God's image in that way. But our sin perverts true joys. And we can actually uh, fall into not the knowledge that humbles us before God, but the knowledge that, as the scripture says, puffs up. And so we're not just to use patterns of sound words and hold fast to patterns of sound words. He gives us also the right motivation for holding fast to these patterns, which is faith in Christ Jesus and love for Christ Jesus. Jesus is the one in whom we're trusting. So it is important to understand from the Bible everything that it says about him and have patterns of sound words so that we may know whom it is that we trust and so that we may understand what it is that he tells us. Because we don't just trust him personally, we also trust him in uh, in belief, understanding, uh, receiving whatever he teaches us and believing it, and in obedience, receiving whatever he commands us and Following it, we are taught to keep all that he has commanded us. <clears throat> this is what his disciples do, uh, as we hear in the Great Commission. So the faith that is in Christ Jesus is, should motivate us to hold to the pattern of sound words. Uh, this 
prevents us from saying, well, I don't really care about theology. I just trust in Jesus. Or I just, they don't even say, I just love Jesus. Which is the second part, isn't it? It says, well, no. Trusting in Jesus and loving Jesus makes you care about theology. So that statement is a self-contradicting statement, isn't it? To say, I don't care about theology, I just trust in Jesus, or I just love... Which Jesus do you trust? Oh, now we're doing theology. Oh, what does it look like to love Jesus? Now we're doing theology. But if we do trust in him and we do love him, we want to answer those questions, don't we? Who is he? What is he like? What has he done? What does he want me to do? How can I show him uh, my love? So that that fuels this particularity about words, the faith uh, and the love that are in Christ Jesus, because we care very much to know who he is, and we care very much about him himself and to please him uh, and to love him. Finally, we see in verse 14 uh, that just as uh, part of Jesus's plan for Timothy to have uh, sound words uh, was the ministry of the apostle, so Jesus is plain for the Ephesians and the new Ephesian elders who, whom Timothy is supposed to be ordaining. Uh, Jesus is plain for them to have sound words, uh, is Timothy. And Jesus is plain for the Ephesian believers to have sound words is the new Ephesian elders. And Jesus is plain for us to have sound words includes our elders, our ministers. Uh, and also in the home, of course. Uh, the father and husband uh, as the head, but also the mother with her children. But uh, the Lord has appointed then those whom his spirit is going to use. Because the spirit is the spirit of Christ. And so when someone says, we all have the Holy Spirit, why are you teaching me? Well, because the Holy Spirit taught us that he ordains teachers. Right? If you have the Holy Spirit then you should recognize and make use of those whom the Spirit has appointed for your good. Just as Paul, when he writes to the Corinthians and they've got uh, charismania going on in Corinth, he says, if anyone is spiritual or a prophet, let him recognize that I too have the Spirit of God. In other words, those who actually have genuine spiritual gifts, you Corinthians, the first thing they're going to tell you about this letter is that it's Holy Scripture. That this wasn't just the letter of a man. This was a letter of God to our church. Uh, well, similar thing here. Uh, yes, we all have the Spirit. He dwells in us. Praise God. Because if we didn't, we wouldn't understand the pattern of sound words, even if we had it. And if we had it and understood it, we would abuse it. We wouldn't use it out of trust in and love to the Lord Jesus, which humbles us and makes us pour ourselves out. We would take those patterns of sound words that we understood and we would be proud of ourselves for understanding and despise others. And we would, because we're proud, feel less need for Jesus. And in our despising others, of course, uh, we would be hateful to Christ who made them. And if it's other believers, we would be hateful even to Christ to whom they are united. And so praise God, yes, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. This is his truth. And he will apply it to us. Uh, and that is our hope uh, for keeping the truth uh, and employing it, applying it in the right way. That good thing, verse 14, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by 
the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Praise God. Let's ask him to help us. Our Father in heaven, our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that you have given us your Spirit who proceeds from you, that not only would he uh, lead us into all the truth, just as he carried men along who wrote and spoke from you, that we might have the completed scripture. But we pray that uh, he would continue to help us to understand uh, and put together to synthesize, uh, systematize what you have taught us into patterns of sound words. We thank you for giving us pastors, elders. We pray that you would help those whom you give a uh, teaching responsibility, whether in the congregation or in the households. Uh, we pray, Lord, that you would be helping me in our house, uh, that you would be providing uh, for the girls even now, those husbands uh, whom we ask that you would help in their houses when that day comes. Lord, help my sons to love you, make your spirit to dwell in them, that they would grow in understanding your word and being able uh, to explain it to their families. Uh, when the time comes for them to have a household. We thank you, Lord, that our hope is in you, who have given us the word, and you, your spirit, who is the one by whom we keep it, and even who dwells in us as the spirit of the Son. And so we put all our hope in you. Stir up in us faith in Christ Jesus. Stir up in us love for Christ Jesus. We ask these things. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen.